Happy Friday and welcome to Inside Franklin Athletics. I am Brian Powers. My co-host Chaz Hill will be on shortly. Maybe, I think. I don't know. Uh, but with us today, we have, in keeping with our tradition of going with uh, former FCHS athletes, we have with us a 1998 FCHS grad, the all-time leader in scoring rebounds and free throw percentage, 19 member of the 1997 semi-state team. He played baseball as well, leader in steals, bunting percentage, and third in fielding percentage. He is a 2002 Franklin College grad. He was a member of the 2000 regional final team, give or take. 4,000-point total scorer, leader in assists, deflections, and technical fouls, which is weird. We have with us Jake Sappenfield. <laughs> all that's true. All Was I close true. on any of that? It's all true. All true. Technicals. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, we had a house on, and he did not. He he just flat out told me I was lying. So those, I'm glad you. I'm glad <laughs> you took. I buy into all that. <laughs> <laughs> Jake. Uh, so first of all, how are you doing with the the lockdown of 2020? Well, it's been interesting. So obviously, like everybody else, I'm, I'm here at home um, with my three daughters and dogs and wife and been working from home for about three weeks. And uh, it's all good. You know, I mean, we've we gotten used to watching Seinfeld and Office reruns. It feels like all day and then Netflix <laughs> at night. <laughs> and where are you? What are you currently doing? Uh, I'm in the banking industry, so um, I do some business. I do business lending, run a team for Indiana. So we're kind of um, ground zero for what's going on in the economy right now and helping clients. Awesome. I'm sure that's a pretty hectic time right now for you and all your clients as well. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's tough out there, but um, yeah, I feel like everybody... It has a pretty good attitude about what's going on, and yeah. we're kind of getting a little more normalcy, believe it or not. Yeah, so is everything just going to go to online after this, you think? <laughs> no, right? No, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that my family's going to kick me out of this house as soon as I'm allowed to go back to work. <laughs> gone. Uh, all right, so we've been talking about the COVID virus or the coronavirus for the past, like, three weeks, I think everyone has, so we are done with that. We are going to talk about Jake Sappenfield and his uh, his career and in sports. So um, you play you play basketball, you play baseball in high school. Did you play any other sports growing up? Um, yeah, a little bit of everything. Probably um, you know football was the only other thing that we did a lot. You know, and everything else was kind of goofing around. But um, played a lot of backyard football mm -hmm. um, right around here in Franklin, and uh, a lot of baseball and a lot of basketball, obviously, and then. Uh, grew up um, on a golf course, so played a ton of golf growing up. But um, you know, I had to decide, like so many people do, to to play one or the other, and I chose baseball. Yeah. So, what did you like? Uh, was basketball always? Because I, when I think of you, I think of basketball, basketball player. Um, was basketball always your favorite sport, or was baseball kind of your favorite sport? Um, I think basketball was always kind of my, my, my sport that I always went to. I played, that's what I played the most. And, yeah. and I enjoyed baseball. Baseball was kind of one of those sports where a lot of my friends played it and, um, I enjoyed being around them, enjoyed the sport itself, but definitely basketball is my favorite. 
Okay. And then, so growing up, like when did you start and where did you start playing basketball? And, and like, as far as growing up with AAU and things like that, did you, did you, were you on those teams and things like that? I was, but I felt like the boys and girls club was probably the primary source of most of our childhoods. And yeah. so back then you, you went there almost every day and then you played in boys club leagues. You had boys club all-stars and that's back when you had, you know, 20 year old uniforms and the, the shorts were short and, <laughs> and you travel around the boys club vans and, and, you know, it, it was fun, you know, and then AU was, around then we played some of it but obviously it's changed now but that was just kind of part of it but all that stopped come april may and you started playing baseball yeah and then with that were you on the travel teams because i know yesterday we had a steve a house on and he talked about playing with the indiana bulls um and you're i know you're friends with um, ryan firebend Mm -hmm. and there he's a big part of that were you on any baseball teams as well that did that no, I mean, really, um, I, one, I wasn't good enough to play travel <laughs> baseball and to do the travel basketball stuff, but um, I just played for the school on, on the summer league team, so that was tough enough once you got to high school to juggle, you know, basketball maybe in the morning and certain days yeah. of the week and then baseball on the other days. So who, um, like, what's some of your memories of basketball, like growing up before, before high school? Because, you know, you played a lot of basketball. You played on uh, Needham, right? Yep. Yeah. And yep. then, uh, and then at the middle school level and everything. What are some of your earliest memories of that? Um, well, I, you know, back at Needham, um, I remember just and my parents had the big old video camera, so I remember looking back at some of that. So uh, I remember having a flat top and yeah. wearing. I, I remember. I remember that you had that. Yeah. That was that was. I, I had the flat top. I had the. Um, the wristband on my left arm because uh, I think that's what Jordan wore. Jordan. Yep. Um, I didn't have a fake knee knee brace or anything like Jordan, but um, I remember it like uh, his wasn't even a knee brace. His it was weird. It was like an upper shin or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just it was all for show, kind of like the kind of like the uh, wristband. But yeah, yeah. So funny. And then um, yeah, I mean really sports for me back then was about being around friends and yeah and um i don't really remember like individual accolades or anything like that much it was just we we would go out and play if we didn't have an organized game we go you know down to the boys club or a friend's house and figure it out i always remember um because so just to, for all of our millions of listeners uh when we're doing this when i talk about this at no point uh, were Jake and I ever teammates because I was never good enough to be on any of the teams that Jake was on. So if I was a teammate with Jake, it was just in a pickup game or a tryout before I got cut. Um, so I would remember like uh, going to the boys club throughout the week and it was like, cool. Cause we could get, we could run. And then on the weekends I'd get there and it'd be packed. And that's when all the, like the guys on the basketball team would be there. And I'd be like, well, Looks like I got to wait a bit to play, and I get I get a game in or so. But yeah, it was it was the the boys club was such a it was such a big part of like all of us growing up. It was kind of interesting, just and it was so much different I think than now as far as AAU, but also just going out looking for people, trying to find a game, and just not even caring where it was. Yeah, it was a blast, and you know, 
I, I think about the Boys and Girls Club, the um, you know, that's where we would watch um, Saturday morning wrestling. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. and, and then that's where I would, you would test your ping pong abilities. And, and, and bumper pool. Yeah, and bumper pool. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, all those things. <laughs> so I was talking to uh, I was talking to Bill Doty, the mm-hmm. athletic director, because he was on earlier or last week, and he went there a lot. Have you been back to the Boys Club recently? I have. I actually, um, being part of some of the United Way stuff, I, I've gone back there several times, and and um, it's pretty amazing. I mean, the technology, you know, center they have upstairs. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I can't even say what we use that upstairs for. I think. I mean, you <laughs> know, was, but, we could we could sneak up there, and then you'd throw the balls down at people when yeah, you're when they're playing. Pretty much, and now yeah. it, it is nice. You know, those locker rooms are now offices and different, you know, homework areas. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, it was funny because so I went there a few months ago for something we did through the school and I was so excited to go in. And so that front place, that was different. And you had to like be be let in. Um, um, and but then I went into the gym and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly the same. Like it smells the same. Yeah. Everything same and then that trophy case um was uh was still the same too you know which one i'm talking about oh yeah because are yeah. you in the, are you in that are well, you i'm in there a couple times yeah that's what i thought so like um what's really funny there is a picture of you, you would know everybody in this picture and it was um you'll never heard this but there was a boys club baseball state tournament and we were the state champions and that picture is in there and yeah. and you would think that's a big deal, right? But there's a reason why you've never heard of boys boys club baseball is because that state tournament was three teams, <laughs> and it was like two Madison teams and us, and we go down there and win it, and we win the state championship for boys club baseball, and that's what that picture. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Three uh, teams. Yeah, three teams. Oh my gosh, we that was uh, we were twelve, weren't we? Yeah. 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 So whenever I would see that, like that went up and I was like, wow, that's awesome. And yeah, I it's, not, it's not nearly as a big a deal. As just now. I just now found that out. So that <laughs> it's so still who, in there. Who all was on that team? Um, you had, uh, I remember well, what who sticks out in there is Josh McMillan. Yeah. Because I think he was the height he is now in that picture. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he was on there. You got, you know, I remember Kerr Hunter's on there. Uh, I think Travis Eads and Brian Higdon and uh, Ricky Gruce. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a number of them all from our grade, you know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just remember it was, it was an awesome tournament. It was fun, but it was just so funny to say we won state. <laughs> did you, when you went to that tournament, did you know it was three teams or were you just like, we're, we're ready to play anyone and then everyone just rolls up and you're like, Oh, I think we knew and we didn't really know that they would call us a state championship. And, <laughs> and I just, and I didn't think that 30 years later they would have it in the display case. Um, but, um, but you know, only, I guess for all the million people out there watching this right now, the secret's out. The secret is out. That, I, if I go back, if I go back next time and that picture is down, I, <laughs> well, we're taking this down. It's, it, it was always that and Lindsay Livers in a football helmet. Yep. Yeah. That's still there. And, uh, in a wall. Yeah, that's right. And then there was that, uh, random Colt who had the picture yeah. signed who yeah. I've never heard of. 
Yeah, um, we um, we used to have a picture, another picture in there of um, we played. This is this is really random. Um, somewhere around that era, we got picked and played against a Mexican national team at um, uh, Market Square Arena. And there was a picture of us with this Mexican national team. I mean, it's so random, but we got to play at Market Square Arena, so that was cool. Yeah. Did you win? You know, um, let's just say yes. I was going to say, won, yeah. And we pounded the Mexican national team by 20. <laughs> I could be proven wrong on this, but. Well, I just said you scored 4,000 points in college, so we're, well, not, accurate. we're yeah. not a podcast known for our accuracy here. Um, and then they had the, they still had the stuff with uh, Danny DeWitt up too. Absolutely. Which was awesome. Oh yeah. I remember, um, and Danny was one I mentioned wrestling earlier. That's where, you know, <laughs> yeah. it would be like us and Danny sitting there watching wrestling. Yep. Yeah. That guy, that guy was something. So yeah, we, um, so Chris, Chris and Holly Johnston, um, they're, they're, they have a son who just graduated a couple years ago and then a daughter who is going to be a senior next year. So and I, I just remember just them being a part of that and how, how great they were. And it was, it's kind of weird because <clears throat> I always try and be, you know, and you're obviously the same way with your parents, just so involved and so great. But I kind of look at them, not necessarily like I look at them, I see them as like people who helped me in terms of parent wise, just knew that they would be there and be fair and everything like that. So. Yeah, they, they were um, – well, it's funny because now I, I, you know, I'm around Holly in more of an adult capacity. Yeah. Right? And, and, um, and I, this happens to me, you know, just by growing up in this town and now mm. working in this town, living in this town, um, that you know, I just wonder what point am I not just this little kid who ran around um, <laughs> pulling pranks and just being that, you know, a typical 12-year-old boy, and now I'm an adult. And my guess is – they probably haven't looked past it too much. Really. Yeah. I, I just remember when I had to send out a kind of send out an email cause their daughter is on my, on my caseload and uh, just getting an email from me and then probably thinking, Oh yeah, Brian, he was the one who, who locked us out of the gym one time with a, uh, with a broom with the, with the Staffords and his brother. Like, Oh gosh. That's well, um, a, a quick little uh, story that Holly, I think it was Holly who shared with me. Um, they um, remodeled the boys club within the last seven or eight years, something mm -hmm. like that. Like they were doing some stuff and they, in the bathroom, they pulled down a ceiling tile and up there was a wallet to rhyme works. Somebody <laughs> had hidden when he was 12 or 13, they hid it up there and forgot about it. And 25 years later, they found it. <laughs> did they get it back to him? Yeah, you know, I think they did. I think they called them and said, "Hey, here's your wallet from when you're 12." <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! All right, so you uh, were growing up. We're in the boys' club, uh, and then you move on to to middle school and middle school basketball. Middle school, obviously, a great time for everyone. Not awkward at all, or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, what about middle school sports and athletics? Do you remember? Um, I actually, I remember it being kind of a tough challenge for me. And I tell my, my kids this all the time that it's, I, you know, that's where, you know, you got some kids who have mustaches and they're six foot tall and developed, <laughs> right. You know, um, and other kids, and I'm probably more in this other category where I didn't mature like that. And, 
So the school sports were kind of tough for me, like basketball. I know that, um, and uh, I, I didn't, you know, wasn't a starter or one like that. So I kind of struggled in some ways there. Um, always played AAU and, and that was fine, but the school sports were a bit of a struggle for me. I knew I had to kind of overcome that. And, um, but mostly it was cause I just wasn't as mature as right. other kids were during that age. So, um, yeah, that's far, of course there's no baseball, but right. you know, middle school, which is always weird to me, yeah. but, um, but basketball wise, yeah, it was just, uh, um, you know, what's funny is. I see some of these coaches. Like, so, like, I work with Tony Gambiani, who helped coach seventh grade basketball. Yeah. So that's always a fun fact we bring up in, in if we have a corporate meeting is, you know, Tony was my coach um, when I was in school. That's how old he is. Um, but, um, but yeah, it was just, you know, you, you said it right. It's an, it's a, it's an awkward stage that um, I felt like I kind of used that as motivation to work harder you know, as I got older. Yeah. I remember when I was in, when I was in sixth grade and we had the tryouts and yeah. then our, our, uh, the coach told me after the tryout, he said that I was the last person cut. I was like, Oh, okay. And he said, I mean, honestly, I'd never seen you play before. So just coming out. Cause so when I was in middle school, like I was still five, three, when I was, a, when I was a sophomore in high school. And so I was little as a sixth grader. And he said, when you were coming out, I was just like, oh, this kid's not going to be able to play at all. And you came out, you could play basketball. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then kind of like as I get older, I'm like, I don't really know how much of a compliment that necessarily was. But um, So kind of just from my, my view of you as a player has always been um, you were someone – so don't take this the wrong way – but not the most physically gifted – as far as like speed or anything, jumping ability, like you weren't going to dunk on anyone. Right. Um, but what I always thought and what I always admired about you <clears throat> was your, was your work ethic. Like I always felt like you, you saw people's maybe expectations or anything like that. And you said, okay, I'm going to see your expectations, but I've got my own that are above that. Did this time in middle school, is that kind of where you think that developed? Yeah, I think it probably started there. I mean, I, I, I can pinpoint some things as I got older, especially in my freshman year, that really kind of changed my view and, and didn't automatically shift me to be a, a, a hard worker or anything. But, you know, seventh, eighth grade, that's an embarrassing time when somebody tells you you're not, you're not very quick or you're not that. You, know, you, always, you just want to fit in, right? Yeah. Like everybody just kind of wants to, to fit in. And so you don't really want to be – told what your weaknesses are and yeah. and so I think I struggled with that a little bit I mean you know at the end of the day I mean I could I could shoot the ball but if you're you know you can't guard anybody or can't run down right. the court then you're probably not going to play a ton so um I knew and, and and maybe it just took my body to develop a little bit but you know that with time that would get better but yeah obviously that was the beginning of me saying yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like the position I'm in. <laughs> so maybe I have to work harder than everybody. And was that something like between your eighth grade and ninth grade year, like over the summer, you just kind of rededicated yourself, or how did that? Well, I mean, you know, it's what's so different now is parents and coaches are so involved in sports at a younger age at trying to get them better, and it's kind of like, well, I know now, we didn't know back then, right. but really. 
uh, it was my freshman year. So I had um, Coach Higdon, who is my longtime AAU coach, mm-hmm. who, um, you know, to this day still have a good relationship with. And, and freshman year, I remember, and I don't know the details, but he um, uh, went from playing A one minute to sitting on B. Yeah. And I remember just going, what, you know, what happened, you know, and, and he didn't really say, but it was one of those moments where it's like, I'm not going to accept that. And, um, you know, and again, they're sulking. I'm not going to lie. You know, right. we all, there's yeah. sulking going on, going, that's not fair, blah, blah, yeah. blah, and, and all that stuff. And my parents wouldn't, they wouldn't let me do that, you know, for very long. And so, uh, right then and there is really that point in time. I give him a lot of credit for, kind of maybe calling me out for thinking I could just float through a season by because he's always coached me. Yeah. And it changed my, my work habits, uh, especially in sport, especially in basketball. But like, you know, from then on out my off season, you know, I, my summer workouts were just, they're as hard as any in season workout yeah. in practice. So that, that really was a start for me in freshman year. Um, now, and you, you don't have to answer this. This may be too personal. Did you ever wear the jump shoes? Oh, yes. So, <laughs> so um, I tried everything to get more athletic, man. So um, I, um, I had jump shoes in middle school and actually followed the workouts. Yeah. And did them in my basement and over at Needham Elementary School. Yes. My mom had key. And I would flop around doing those things, looking all goofy. And just didn't work all that well. And I'll tell you, I, I hate to, and this is embarrassing too. I went back to them after my freshman year of college. No way. Just to try it. <laughs> just to see if they worked. Yeah. And um, it was still, results were minimal, so to say the least. But um, <laughs> yeah, they, I never really got around to shooting him or something anything like that but so the jump shoes embarrassing to admit but it, it did and also the gigantic big ball i tried if you okay that, which is maybe the dumbest basketball guru idea what was that oh was that a like, really oversized ball i do remember that and it barely fit through right it barely fit through right. but then when you went back to a normal ball it felt like you're shooting a mini basketball that's yeah. not good either yeah that's yeah that doesn't seem right no, so yeah, between those two things, um, but I did try them. I did try them. So um, I did the I did the jump shoes. I would I would go in the backyard. We had a, a goal back there, and I would jump and see how far I could jump. And then I'd go down to Jack Morgan Park, right across from the boys' club, mm-hmm. and I would do my workout. And then I come back and I would jump again and test it. And like every time, I'm like, I'm jumping higher. I swear I am. Like I was convinced that it was working. But you know, it's it was not, and I and I can't believe those lasted for so long and didn't have some kind of lawsuit from ruptured Achilles. Well, I I think that so you know Josh McMillan, so yeah. Him, so he was trying them with me in college. Okay, so I'm gonna blame this on him that he talked me into doing this again. So we were living together and we we're we we're doing these workouts. And um, I actually think that was he ended up having um, a disc come out on his back and had surgery, missed the whole football. <laughs> and I think those things contributed to some of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, um, I hate to you know 
share that secret. But, um, but yeah, I, I, that, that was when I was like, okay, the jump shoes are, they're going to Goodwill. Somebody else can have them. I'm not sure who, who has a size 14 foot and wants jump shoes, but that's where they want it. They're probably still there too. Yeah. Yeah, probably. All right. So, uh, so we're in high school. Uh, you are, we've got a, a new coach. Yep. You have a new coach. I he cut me, so he wasn't really my coach. Uh, but uh, but it was a, actually a, a good guy. I liked him. Um, Dave Clark comes in and starts uh, starts coaching. So talk us about talk to us about high school basketball. Well, um, high school don't here. don't. Uh, there's one big part that we're going to talk about. So just kind of floss over that, and we'll come back. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, first of all, the experience, overall experience was, uh, so much fun. I mean, it really, for us, um, I get asked about what you're going to go into a lot, but really the group of guys I was around, uh, really above me and below me and, and guys our age, uh, we were so tight. I mean, that was the thing is, uh, and competitive with each other, but also we were pretty close friends, which mm-hmm. I think is a key element that. Yeah. sometimes is missing in, in youth sports. And so, um, you know, we were competitive with each other, but um, I can tell you we were as competitive in ping pong in my basement or pool in my basement as we were on the court. And when someone else had a great game, we were, we were thrilled for them. You know, there wasn't a jealousy piece to it, um, at least from what I remember. I mean, it was, it was really about winning Um enjoying some moments and you know we'll probably get into some of the other goofy stuff that you know we pulled throughout the throughout time especially that junior year that my junior year with our run but um yeah I can't say enough about really the staff and coach Clark was amazing you know he was a great guy to play for um you know and and the overall experience was great I mean when you win you can say that I guess so we, we won a lot of games yeah, so you were um, – now you were – were you on varsity? Did you dress your freshman year? I did not. I did not dress okay. my freshman. So that was the sophomore year that you did, though. Yes, yeah, sophomore year started off um, dressing, not playing much, playing JV for Coach Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, um, you know, playing um, varsity minutes and kind of doing that double role until – you know, at, toward the end of the year, just playing varsity and get to play some big sectional minutes, which is yeah. cool, you know, and, and um, yeah, it was fun. So you, if I recall, and this clearly, I may be off on this, but didn't you play, like you played a legitimate factor in winning that sectional your sophomore year, didn't you? Like you had, I mean, you scored some big buckets, some, didn't you, Was is that off or is that right? Um, I think they were probably big buckets, you know, I, and yeah, of course they, I mean, maybe they're game winning shots, you know, for the, <laughs> go with the theme of this broadcast here. So, no, uh, I, I'm like, I, but I, I, for some reason, like that's when I kind of remember, like, even, you know, as someone who'd known you for a while, just thinking, man, he's like, he's like, you were kind of just, you had that, that you didn't care at the end and you would be willing to step up and take those shots and make those plays and kind of, even as a, you know, a 15 year old sophomore playing in a sectional final or sectional semifinal, it like the moment was never too big for you. 
Yeah, it was, um, um, if, you know, you know, first of all, I, I, you know, as coaching my kids and watching my kids now, I'm more nervous for watching a game than I ever was playing. And, and, um, but like, uh, yeah, the sophomore year, I think we had, um, you know, six, eight and Scott White, you mm-hmm. know, as the center, you had, you know, Krasnoy, six, four, six, five, Bowman, six, six, seven, six, eight, you know, those, you had some big guys down there and you had Joe, you know, also, um, and, I think they planned me in a corner and just said, basically, um, hey, young guy, if you get the ball, knock in a couple threes. And yeah. That was really my role that year was, hey, just go knock in threes. Yeah. You know, if, if you get the ball. And, and luckily, some of them went down, uh, at least during the sectional matchups. So how is that as, as a sophomore and you're playing on a, a sectional championship team? Like, what's that feel like and, and who – Let's see how well you remember. Who did you beat, and where was it? Um, it was at Center Grove. Okay. I do remember that. Um, the um, man, you are testing my knowledge. I know we played Whiteland in one of those games, um, only because they had a point guard that couldn't shoot, <laughs> and so I I got to guard him, and I sagged so far off of him. That um, it was embar- it had to be embarrassing. Right? <laughs> and I don't even know the guy's name. I can't remember his name, but um, but I, I remember playing against Whiteland in that regard. I, I'm pretty sure it was Greenwood. That yeah, we played again, against um, either in the finals or um, my memory starts better the year after. But um, yeah, yeah, I think I was so scared and just happy to be there that um, just go do this, and I did that. <laughs> so who did you who did you play in the regionals? We played Shelbyville, so if you remember back then, Shelbyville had, were were really good. I mean, they had a, a nice group of guys. One of them um, I ended up playing with in college, which was Kyle Hobbs. Yeah, Kyle. So he played on those teams, but uh, they were really good. So we ran into them down in Columbus and got beat. Okay, so now we're going into your junior year. Uh, you've lost a good amount of a good amount of players from the year before, like you talked about Scott White, Krasnoy, um, Chad Bowman. Um, you lost some of those guys. Um, what were kind of your expectations going into that season? Uh, just to just to maybe start at varsity. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember the expectations were really low for our team because yeah. we lost. Um, so many of those people. Um, and so you had, I think Travis Jones and, and, and pitcher were the only ones who played big time minutes the year before. Yeah. I mean, I played some, but I wouldn't call it big time minutes. And then, you know, you had, um, um, Michael you know, Witt, Witt didn't play much as a right. sophomore. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I think Joe, you know, he was behind Scott. So <laughs> the expectations wasn't, wasn't really that high. I mean, I remember we played Center Grove in that first game, and um, I remember being down like 15 or 16 and a half even in that game. And, um, you know, came back and won that one, and that was kind of the start. But, again, that unit, which I can't even say we were tight before that season, but we got tight. I mean, we really bonded that year. Yeah. So just kind of a quick gloss over of that regular season. What's what, what do you remember about the regular season? Like what was your record and everything like that? Well, I, I think we were um, 18 and two 
because uh, I know where we ended. So yeah, I had to be eighteen and two. Um, we just um, we kept we just we just kept winning, and and every win we built confidence. And and again, um, you know, every night it was somebody different, and yeah. it was just kind of unique. And and I, I don't know is thinking back, I don't know if any of us would run over to a stat sheet after a game ever right. and look at it. It was just kind of like, that was a good win. You know, yeah. let's go, let's go grab pizza and play some ping pong now. You know what I mean? Or, you know, let's go. And we would hang out, you know, yeah. uh, after, and, you know, especially the Saturday uh, night games where you come in and have these Saturday morning practices back then you went hard on Saturday morning after yeah. Friday night game. And, um, then you're like, hey, go get off your feet for five hours. We got a game tonight, and that's where, you know, the marathon of ping pong games would would take in place. Of about five or six of us, and you know, throwing ping pong paddles at each other <laughs> and, and all that stuff. And and we just it was a blast. And, yeah. Um, but again, the unselfishness that we had um, as teammates, because I think it showed. You know, I think the stats end up being that we all the starters all average like 11 or 12 points a game. Right. And, um, but we also played a fun style. You know, we pressed, yeah. we changed up defenses. We scored a lot of points. Um, I wish we were allowed to shoot threes like kids are today. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, it was a fun style of, of, of basketball. And, um, you know, we, we weren't that deep as a team, but, right. you know, we, you know, Rarely came out of the game, even. Yeah. You know? But back then, if you missed a block, block, uh, block out, you got yanked out. I remember yeah. that happening. Coach, uh, Coach Clark seemed like a pretty intense coach. Is that accurate? Yeah, I um, one of the favorite things I've always uh, remember about him would be yeah, he's red faced. Yeah. Pre-game, you know, yeah. intense pre-game. He's red faced, down and screaming, and getting you fired up. And I remember a couple times he would call timeout and um, get in front of us and get down in a defensive stance and be all red faced and tell us, you guys need to calm down. And we're just sitting there. And I'm, I remember kind of looking at, you know, Wid or somebody. I'm like, I think he needs to calm down. <laughs> He's the one all worked up, you know. Um, but um, we just, you know, I, you know, you look back and we had kind of a special team and a special run, but during that time it was just business as usual. Yeah. Uh, we were just goofy 16, 17, 17 year olds and having fun. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say one thing I remember a lot from that. It's a phrase. Do you know what I'm going to say? I know exactly what you're going to say. Okay. We'll just move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I expect, I half expect like Joe Hoagland to come out of nowhere and start hitting me in the face for, for even thinking that. But so um, if you want to go into that, that's fine because that is a funny. It, it defines a lot of things that year. So you're talking about face paint. Yep. Yep. So um, it's it's hard to describe, but like all that started was um, again. It was it's mostly. Practices weren't easy, right? I mean, yeah. you know, Coach Clark could push you, and um, just from a just, I mean, he prepared us, you know, and and face paint kind of was born out of um, preseason conditioning, where um, you know when we're dead tired, Clark wanted people to stand up and be leaders and do all this, 
and you're just, you know, you're ready to throw up. You're so tired. It's hot outside. And that's the last thing on your mind. And you're just trying to get through it's conditioning. It's just running, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I remember, I think it was definitely me who stood up at like uh, the water fountain in the old um, uh, weight room back there. Yeah. And, um, and I was just, you know, being sarcastic and dumb, trying to be, you know, say something leadership, but just get our guys laugh. <laughs> and I just said something like, oh, you got to look at, uh, I was trying to look at uh, uh, pain in, with, in, in your face or something like that. Like you got to look at pain in your face and it came out that you got to look at face of pain and, and just like a stumbling cause I'm so tired. And they're like, did you just say face pain? You know? And so all of a sudden that, that term was one of those terms where tough practice, warm ups, whatever, we just be yelling face paint back and forth to each other just as a goofy, relaxing thing. And um, yeah, I mean, it turned it turned physical sometimes, right? Yeah, I remember. I so so two things is I one I remember I remember asking because Joe and I grew up together, so we had been friends since we were like six, and I think I remember asking him I was like, "Hey," it was just like me and him, and I was like, "Hey, what's what's this face paint thing?" And he just started smacking me in the face. He's like, and I was like, "What?" And I could never get it. And it was like I remember if someone said it and they weren't on the team, they got they got their face hit and uh, yeah, it's so it's so dumb but like back then it was just you know some, certain things just kind of cultivated on its own it was just all bred out of just dumbness and yeah and um typical just um trying to get through a conditioning yeah <laughs> it's that's i mean it's a kind of a team mantra and it's something that you went through together and so it's something that you had i remember also on the video, the video highlights of that year, it showed you guys warming up one time and it was showing you guys passing and you could read your lips and you were all yelling face paint as you <laughs> passed the ball. I still remember that. So, yeah. all right, so we've got a little bit of time left here. So, cause you got a meeting. So we got we gotta get through this run. This is the, the, the postseason, your junior year, uh, sectionals. Um, those were all pretty simple games, right? Blowouts. No big rivalries or anything like that. Yeah, nothing like that. I remember, um, yeah, it was like a Greenwood High School being absolutely packed. Oh, I, so, um, I tell you what, I, I, I still remember that you and you guys in Greenwood because they beat you, right? They beat us in the regular season. Yeah, they had a great team. They had they a great team. Clint Ferguson was that the kid's name? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Um, yeah, so they got us in the regular season, um, narrow margin. And then um, I think we didn't play them in the finals. We played Whiteland in the finals. Yeah. But uh, Greenwood, um, you know, was, I, man, I remember it, and it's, they could have easily gone on this run, right? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and I've got friends from Greenwood. They talk about the same thing, that we pretty much ruined their dream team. But um, they, um, you know, we luckily – I remember being a tie game playing defense and they miss a shot or they turn it over or something and we get the ball and pitcher has the ball going up the court. And eventually the ball goes to, to Joe, he gets fouled. He makes one free throw, misses a second game over. Um, but when pitchers dribbling the ball up the court, it was so loud in there that oh. it was, it was kind of hard to maneuver. It was almost like the sound was affecting first time sounds ever affected me. While I'd be on the court, it was I'd never been anywhere 
louder. You know, it was that it was unbelievable. I I mean, I still remember like my vantage point of that game and everything because it was I was so excited for that game. I could I was more excited probably than you were because if you were as excited as I would have been, you wouldn't have played well because. <laughs> but it was that game and just that was it it was you know and then you had so the next night you had Whiteland with Pickett and uh I don't remember their other guy but um they had Brad Edwards and Joe Haddock yeah that's yeah. it so then you have them and it was was that tough to get up for that game as much or well I, I think that probably Whiteland ended up being um a bigger rivalry for us just because we knew the guys better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I'm we're um, I'm around Brad as the Stillbowers quite a bit, and Brad was on that team, and so we talk about this and and um, but they had a good squad, and I wouldn't say we handled them easily or anything, but it was nothing like it was against right. Wimbledon the night before. So, um, but yeah, so that that was our sectional championship. I remember um, I think Travis Jones kind of being the stud of that. Yeah that run in sectionals so then you go to uh you you go to regionals and this is still this is the last year of single class um and you're playing triton central correct yeah and do you remember their uh stud player yeah and um gosh i can't think of his name but yeah i I don't know how i remember that i didn't even play that's still Yeah. (laughs) yeah oh yeah we had um we all week we scouted Somebody had to be Doug Pardue, you know, and we scouted um, on the scout team and figure out ways to defend him. So, you know, um, you know that week though, that that was the ch- the biggest challenge of regionals was. So in that week, pitcher breaks my nose, mm-hmm. um, so I go down and don't practice the rest of the week. Um, I actually go under and get fixed and all that in the, on a Thursday, and we play Saturday. And then pitcher sprains his ankle so bad that he's on crutches. Oh, and yeah. so we're going into this game where we don't really sub a whole lot. Did anyway. you have a mask? I wore a mask. Right. And um, I remember having to wear – I wore it in school a little bit because I never played in it. And um, so we go in that Trenton Central matchup. And, and again, phenomenal game. Um, probably two of the best games I, I played all year. Um, and I had to raise up my mask every like three minutes because sweat would build up in this old time mask. But um, I remember first two minutes of that game, I got elbowed in the nose Ugh. and I thought right in the mask. And I thought that wasn't too bad. So, you know I mean? It, really, it wasn't. And um, so, um, yeah, that was a, he, I think he ended up having a pretty good game, but yeah. you know, he was one guy. So, um, you know, when that first game was, it's more than what I remember any Franklin team doing up to that point. Yeah. We always lost in that regional. And then the night was the night. Was it a like a buzzer beater? Yeah. So you had um, um, again just a different era of basketball, but um, played Columbus North, who had a terrible record. But you know, like they they their section was easy. Um, they um, hosted the regional. And tight ball game, uh, I sprained my ankle in that game, I remember. And so I had broken nose and sprained ankle. And, <laughs> and um, But I remember it was about two minutes, three minutes ago, um, Clark, we had a stall. We did a stall, a lot of games where we – basically the old four corners. Yeah. 
that North Carolina used to do. And it sounds like a great plan, but to actually do it is way more nerve-wracking in a, in a your offense. regional championship with a packed crowd, and you're just yeah. like, I want to take the ball to the bucket or do something. And it's like, yeah. no. So, like, I remember – I remember um, – so you never know when to really shoot out of, like, a stall situation. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, is a layup only or a wide-open shot? Um, I know there's a couple times we traveled because, I mean, we're trying to hold the ball for two or three minutes. You know, it's just yeah. hard to do. Um, but eventually, um, pitcher hits a shot um, that put us up, um, gave us a lead. And the if you remember, this crowd rushed the court. Um, and there was the time the game wasn't over. That's right. That's so, right. crowd rushes the court. Um, they take five, ten minutes to clear it off so that Columbus North can throw a baseball pass and get deflected and game over then. So, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, we're headed to the next week. I remember we went back to the school and had kind of a pep rally, impromptu pep rally after the game. And then we went to your house. There was a uh, pizza there and yeah. I think the UFC was on or whatever it was then. I remember that. Um, and then uh, uh, next week, easy opponent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Number one in the state. Yeah. Newcastle. So talk about that game and just the prep for that. Um, well, I mean, you're, you're going to pra- practice a Hinkle. Yeah. <laughs> one of those days, which is crazy. And um, um, that's, I guess that was the first time we thought, man, this is something special. Like we're yeah. two wins away from making the last final four. And um, I think that was the first time all year that we got ranked actually, um, which I can't say we really even paid attention to it. I mean, this is pre-internet, right? So like, it's not like you're yeah watching stuff really close looking in the star. Yeah. And um, so, you know, during that time um, I'm, I'm thinking of the, the praxis, really the one at Hinkle makes me, I remember the most just because we're doing all the tr- traditional Hoosier stuff, you know, yeah. and all that things. And then obviously then we're prepping with, you know, Newcastle, who's got amazing players on their team and um, getting a game plan. But again, we were such a unique opponent too, because we did a little bit of everything on defense. Yeah. And, um, you know, and we had our own offensive weapons. Yeah. Um, and then, so that game, was there a point where, I don't want to say like intimidated or anything, but I mean, they've got, you know, what, three division one players on that team and, yeah. and you guys are, uh, you know, there's no one really division one on your team or anything. What was your mindset? And were you, were you ever like, not, we're going to get beat, but this is going to be really tough or what kind of, what was your mindset, you know? Well, I mean, honestly, like, so their big guy, um, Joey something, um, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't even know who he was. So, I mean, Newcastle was far enough away to where I didn't know who he was. Yeah. I I was a pretty big basketball fan, and I had never heard of the guy. And he was going – I think he went – did he go to Dayton or Akron? He he probably did. I think it was Akron maybe. He was a big boy. I remember boxing him out, and I flipped him over my back. Um, well, box out because that's the only way I can rebound, man. Is, is a strong box box out. Um, so he was a, he was a big boy, um, but like I had played enough against you know Brandon Miller and Darnell Archie, especially Archie and AAU. So I, I I knew their games and I never really looked at them as you know some elite player, even though they're very good players. Yeah. Obviously, 
had good careers at Butler, but um, it really didn't factor in. I mean, it was um, for us, you know, we already beaten the people we're around all the time in sectionals and in regionals. So it was kind of like, all right, next challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you remember any specific play in that game? Cause I remember one in particular and it's the reason I remember that guy's name. In the Newcastle game. Um, I'm probably not remembering the same one you you do. I rem, I remember. Well, you were probably in in the game, so you probably remember more. What do you remember? Let me hear. I remember the miss dunk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big one. Because that was that was they had. How much were you guys up by? Quite. I think we ended up winning by nine. nine and you were up by fifteen, sixteen, something yeah. like that, and they were coming back. And would that have gotten it to like one or two or three or something like that? Yeah. yeah. And he missed yeah. the dunk. And that just like it didn't like completely deflate them, but that was kind of like I remember that being a kind of a culminating point for you guys. I remember I, having that mask on blocked my view of a lot of things because um, I had to wear it in that in that during um, semi state as well. And, and um, I remember toward the end of the game just flopping it up during free throw or something. And and it's during the day, you know, so you're yeah. seeing how many people. From yeah. there, from from Franklin and Newcastle, and it was like holy cow. And then probably the bear got to me with waving my mask around or doing something cocky to where Clark calls a timeout and and he's looking at me and somebody else going, "What are you guys doing? Like stop! So we have another game yet, you know? Because that game was when we knew it was pretty much over at that point. Yeah, we took out the number one team. Yeah. Okay. So we've got we've got one more game. You've got till two, right? Yeah. All right. We've got to we've got to hustle then. So you've got one more game against Delta. Kind of talk us through that. And before you start, I want to, I've heard this rumor for 20 years or whatever. So I want to see if this is accurate. Was there a food bug on that team that day? So yes. So um, yeah, there was. So um, I, all I know who got sick was was me and with it. And um starters, right? That's so we were sharing a hotel room. So in between games, we had a hotel over by the airport, and uh we just basically go lay down for four hours or whatever it was. And but we had chicken fingers or something, and I'm telling you, we were thrown up and just oh, it was horrible. Um I can't really say affected maybe the beginning of the game, but I think fatigue probably hit us yeah. in the second half. But yeah, there definitely was a food bug and um, man, it was, it, it was, it was rough. I mean, it was yeah. rough. Yeah. That's, I mean, you guys were up 23 to nine and then, and then they came back. How, how often do you think about that? Um, well, I would say when I'm around the guys who are on that team, which, um, you know, you, you think of well, I'll say that, and every time somebody mentions his name, Patrick Jackson. Yeah, um, oh, man. Or um, um, I drove by Delta. Yeah. Not too long ago, because I have a, a guy who works for me out in Portland, and, and I'm like, oh, man, we were so close, <laughs> and and really, I didn't understand the significance. None of us did that class basketball would bring on us, but yeah, um, yeah I mean, it, it comes up quite a bit, only because. We came out on fire, you know, oh, yeah. and I'm included in that. Where and then it just went from fire to 
hanging on for dear life. And, you know, that was a talented team who caught fire in the second half yeah. themselves. Have you ever watched that game? Yeah, I did. Probably um, right after. Because um, um, we got tapes of that game, I think. Um, I have been in a long time. And, honestly, it usually shut off around third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you just there's nothing good that happened in the fourth yeah. quarter. So, so um, you know that, that I remember. I mean, obviously, I remember that run too in kind of a different way. You know, you talked about having the mask and looking at all the people, and I had like people around me because I was in the stands. So you were actually playing the game, but that was such a that was such a great run. Um, and then just real quick, your senior year, you guys won another sectional championship, um, and then. Uh, Sullivan, correct? Yeah. Uh, kind of talk about that game. It, do you still think about that game? Well, I, I think about that because you think about – I think I remember the um, losses and things that you screw up way more than the good stuff. And, yeah. Um, I missed the last shot, right, and um, yeah. we were down once. I remember that like it was yesterday. I was – uh, was that that was top of the key about a 16 17 foot jumper wasn't yeah, it pull yeah, up yeah. that was your money yeah. shot too i know and and um um yeah then nowhere close if i remember right and um i remember way going i was wide open on the back i'm like it was 1.9 seconds left. <laughs> like what do you want me to do here yeah um so i remember that and i remember um um the they had a kid on their team that had a cast Mm -hmm. came off the bench and hit four threes <laughs> you're just like you know what, what where's this guy with the cast come from yeah and um so i think that day that sullivan it was their day and they hit like 12 or 13 threes uh they were on fire uh we were on fire early on but you know we that that faded and i remember they go down to regional the following week i go down to shoot in the three-point contest in evansville and um they could buy a basket. <laughs> They're like two of 25 or something. And it's like, where was this the week before? Yeah. Jeez. But, um, it was definitely, it was different just because we were hosting regional too. You know, it was very strange. And then yeah. they came in, just lit us up. Yeah. Okay. So it is two, two Oh one, but I have three quick questions you can answer. Can I ask you these? And you just yeah, be like, absolutely. tell them yeah. you're on a world famous podcast. Okay, right. so we do the leave a question where the person from yesterday uh, leaves a question for you, and then you'll leave a question. And you can just email that to me. Um, so that you actually got one from Bardwell too. I let him give you one. Right. So the first one's from Steve A House. Then the second one's from Bardwell, and then the third one I have for you. Um, the first one is who was the best athlete you played with or uh, saw play at FCHS while you were there. Bardwell wants to know if you still if you think you can beat him at horse because you sure couldn't in high school. And if you want a rematch, you can come on down to Memorial Gym in Southridge and he'll give you one. And then the third one is I remember one game specific from your senior year. I do. I remember the Sullivan game, but another game. And if you remember it, the Mooresville game. Do you remember that game? It was at Mooresville. Yes. I don't remember why you would remember it, but so, well, I remember one because I almost got killed in the car wreck afterwards. I this car oh, ran a red light and I barely missed it, but because you guys were getting crushed and Clark took everyone out except for you, and it was like four underclass. So it was like Friend, Stainbrook, 
guys like that, and you came back and you guys almost won. And I always remember <laughs> that. Um, well, yeah, that's that's funny. I remember um, two years before that playing out there and having to do suicides before the game for Hall, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then A House, who's the best athlete? Um, I'll give you two, male and female. I, I always thought, um, um, you know, pitcher was one of the best athletes I've ever been around. Yeah, he was strong as anybody could be in, in, at five ten and in his weight, and probably one of the best point guards. Um, I always say I love playing with him because he would always push the ball up the court, and, and yeah. he wasn't a shooter, so it's like yeah. he got me more shots. So yeah, <laughs> and, and so he's a phenomenal athlete, um, and then. Uh, on the female side, um, I, you know, Andrew Roush was probably the best athlete I've seen come through our school. Um, tremendous in three sports. I mean, yep. she's phenomenal. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Jake, thank you so much for your time. Uh, sorry. We well, made I you can beat Bardwell, by the way, any, anytime. So, oh, yes, that's, this is, I don't know about this. This is, you're talking about the legend right there. He might, he may call you down to Southridge, get you on a private, on his private jet and bring you down to Southridge. Anytime. Uh, so thank you so much for your time. I think we probably, if you didn't have this meeting, we probably had at least 40 more minutes. I think we could have gone here, right. uh, but it was awesome talking to you and maybe we'll get you back on to talk about your, uh, uh, talk about Franklin college and everything. Absolutely. Who knows, how, who knows how much longer this is going to go on. That's right. No, we might be here doing this in uh, mid-May. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we will see you on Monday. I have uh, we have uh, Corey Richards come on, 2019 Franklin College grad or Franklin High School grad. Once again, I am Brian Powers. This is Inside Franklin Athletics. We'll see you later.